The Lord is good and his loving kindness endureth, endureth, T-H, capital T-H, endureth forever. What's going on, family? Um, it's your boy, Samuel, and welcome back to Tripod. Hey, listen, let me just start to, let me just, um, I've had a busy last few months, not going to lie. I think I'm only just deep in it now that I'm home. So we've been here, there and everywhere. We've been in Europe, we've been to um, North America like twice actually i've been to toronto twice in the last two months and um yeah it's been incredible it's been amazing i've been blessed to go on tour big shout out to everyone if you listen to this right now and you came out to see us in any of the cities we went to like six seven cities on tour all around europe and north america so if you came to see us on any other uh, of the <laughs> tour stops thank you man you know i'm trying to say like hey it's actually it's actually not easy like a lot of people sometimes they see me in person and they're like, yo you must be having so much fun and not realizing that the tour life is my quote-unquote job so picture yourself going into work every single day just that i get to go to work maybe sparingly maybe my my thing is maybe especially when you're on tour you don't tour you know all year round but when i am on tour the most fun part about it honestly is meeting people that legit is the best part of touring the travel can be long sometimes the um the journey the rehearsals the practice the set list like picking all these things and um getting the venue getting the lights getting the sound right yo there's like shout out to my manager chibuzo man because he's the one who pretty much does all this stuff like but I'm only um, brought in at the later stages and I'm like, yo, you've been doing all of this and it's genuine work. And even in the bits that I'm brought into, I feel overwhelmed. Do you see what I'm trying to say? And it's like, yo, wow, this is this has been going on all this time. So touring is is, a, is an amazing blessing that I never thought I'd get to experience. But I'm so glad I do because it's it's just the biggest blessing. But it's a lot of work. However, if you came out to see us in any of the of the stops, thank you so much. You're making my dream come true. Literally, it's it's been an insane privilege um, to be out there this year. At the start of this year, I I I had like things I wanted to do. I had like um, on my list was to go on tour to these cities that we went to. So it was Ottawa, Toronto, Amsterdam, Paris um brussels toronto again uh, you know washington washington dc was there um i was also in cologne in germany so i've been like to a lot of places and these are just the places i've been to for touring reasons i also went home to my it's my home country nigeria and i went to do like a media round and just meet more people and connect so this year for me was less about dropping music and more about connecting to people and i'm so glad that I got to do everything. And I thank God for safe journey, safe travels and all that good stuff. But I'm so glad I've been able to be out and about. It's, yeah, it's the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our title because, ah, this music thing, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, we out here, man. Um, and I've also been able to get some rest, which is good. Rest is actually as important as your work. You know, someone told me recently that rest is part of your worship to god because you're looking after your body and it blew my mind i was like yo you mean like when i'm choosing to rest when i'm choosing to like because rest is spiritual rest is biblical like god rested after making 
the world. So it's like when I choose to put everything aside and look after my mental health, look after my physical health, um, look after my spiritual health and just rest, take some time for myself, self-care and all that good stuff. I am honoring God with my body and it changed the whole flex for me because I've been thinking about you know like we've got this hustle culture mentality in 2022 like you got a hustle man like obviously like man works nine to five and then I come back and do five to nine like like it's like a hustle culture. it's almost like we get gold medals like who is the who's, who has been the biggest hustler if you have been the biggest hustler this year come and take your gold medal it's like you don't get yo you don't get a, a, a medal for overworking yourself why is burnout celebrated for goodness sake like why is it that when someone is approaching burn burnout we're like yeah you're hustling still i'm like yo let, let how about we don't how about you sleep my guy like how about you take a chill pill and you rest do you know like there will always be work that the work doesn't finish it does not run out like there is no point you're gonna get to that the work and i'll be like oh yeah, finish me and now I will go away. Like it never gets to the point where there is no more work to be done. So I think it's about working smarter, not just working harder. Like every it's it's crazy, you know. And I've been, you know, privileged to get to this point in my career where I'm happy to work smarter and put in less things in my calendar, but do them very efficiently so that I can get more days to rest these days. Right. So when I have like multiple places to go to, if say on a Monday, I have to go to Dartford, which is about an hour and a half away from me. And then from Dartford, I have another meeting in North London, which is about another half an hour. I'm sorry, an hour and a half from Dartford. So an hour and a half to Dartford and an hour and a half to North London. Best believe I've started picking one. So I'm, I don't overcrowd my my daily activities with many things because I want to do one thing well and do it more efficiently. So I've tried to now start moving meetings. And if I have like more than three or four meetings in a day, I'll start spacing them out. Like, why have a meeting from 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 10 to 12? Don't get me wrong, that there's genuine careers out there which you can't escape it. And if you're in a 9 to 5, then this might totally not apply to you because, you know, when you go into work, it's, it's like bish, bash, bosh, bam, bam, bam. Some people, yeah, I've got some friends, yeah, that they share their, their 9 to 5 um, calendar with me. And I'm like, all I'm seeing is busy. You don't even see any space there. You just see busy, 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 busy. So if you're in a nine to five right now and you listen to this, shout out to you. And I pray that the Lord gives you wisdom with the job that you have to be able to um, maximize your rest time because it's so important. Whether that's in weekends and making sure you do nothing but chill or whether that is, I don't know. I don't even know because what rest is is different for each of us because we all do so many things man like there's so many things that we all involved in that we need to find what's what what rest looks like for us but to me what rest has started to look like is not filling my calendar my daily activities with too many things and that has helped me to process the meetings that i do have and i go into them with a fresh mind and you know by the grace of god everything goes well so i have been resting a lot and um in as a part of that just taking some time off from not creating music but because i've started writing a, again a little bit but just not putting too much pressure on myself to do certain things so aside from touring it was also the podcast stuff that i wanted to get off the ground and to the glory of god the father <laughs> we've hit twenty-five thousand 
downloads. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Let me just say this now. I don't know who's listening to these these podcasts, but twenty. My target for this year, I posted. I said, like, if I hit five k, if I hit five thousand downloads, he has done for me. Oh, he has done for me. But to hit twenty five thousand, like yo, God is just so good, and I think that verse that comes to mind exceedingly abundantly more than i can ask or even imagine like i this is not a, a scenario that i could have imagined that my year turning out into like it's crazy it's everything i wanted and the things that i never even thought i could achieve the lord has done for me and um that's the god we serve he is in the business of doing things that just surprise us and make us go yeah could only have been god um but yeah i've been good um, this is I don't know I'm giving a life up nobody else, you know it's you know when you, you, know, you see somebody I haven't seen in a long time you say yo how are you and start telling you life updates back in January 2019 the Lord laid in my heart is like yo bro so are you okay are you are you okay are you not okay let me be green but family um yes I am I am good for anyone who wanted to know and wanted to find out the boy is okay I've just been prioritizing rest as a part of my worship and I would highly, highly recommend, 10 out of 10 would recommend. But very quickly, I'd, I've also been meditating on something. Uh, we've all heard about the prodigal son. Like, I think when we was in youth group growing up, the prodigal son was always brought up. Like, you know, homeboy came to his pops and said, yo, my guy, what's, what's going on, man? Obviously, run me my peas, it. Like, just run me all my peas, all my inheritance peas, bro. Like, run everything now. Send it to my account ASAP. And then he goes, he squanders his money. And um, yeah, we know the outcome. He he finishes the peas and now he wants to come home. Um, so that's a very, very high level summary. But please feel free to read about it. It's in Luke 15. Uh, it's also called the parable of the lost son. I was on tour and I was just thinking about this. And it's like most people are aware of this prodigal son story. But what struck me the most is when the son has spent his fortune, he he decided to go back to his father. But the way he wanted to go back to his father was interesting because he started to say, I just want to go back and be a servant in my father's house. So bear in mind, like this guy, this guy is an heir, almost an heir to his father's inheritance. But he, because of his sin and because of the things that he had done, he wanted to go back as a servant because he felt so guilty and he just couldn't shake off the shame that he felt and that was so interesting to me because I had to I started to see parallels of my life and my faith because every time that I walk away or I do something which I know is wrong and I approach my father to say Lord have mercy on me I fall in please forgive me the mentality in which I do that is always like God, please just take me back kind of thing. You know, I'm, I'm so bad. I'm not deserving of your love. I'm not deserving of your grace, but please just let me just enter again. Let me just enter. Just please. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's almost that pitiful. And there is a degree of that, which, which is right because remorse, like genuine remorse makes you, makes you feel the, the, the fact that God's grace is really undeserved. And you put yourself in a position where, you go, wow, I really don't deserve this, but Lord, you you give this to me. But I want to encourage someone here right now. Like, it's so interesting that the prodigal son felt 
that he wanted to go back to his father and just be a servant. But to his father, he was always a son. He never lost the title. He never lost the tag. He never lost his sonship. He was always a son. And it was always about the son coming back and reclaiming his position. It's funny because um, one of the songs I've been writing recently is called Worst Days. And it's, it's basically, even on my worst days, your love remains the same. Um, he never lost that position. He was always a child of his father. And it's like, God doesn't just want you to just come back. He wants to show you off. It's so beautiful to see the father's reaction when he sees his son come and he says he saw him from afar and ran and went out to meet him and embraced him. And what a beautiful story of the gospel of Christ where the father's arms are open wide. You know, the, the song said, oh, come to the altar. The father's arms are open, literally open wide. The father ran out to meet him. It's, uh, it, 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 it's crazy because that's the love of God. That is the love of God, you know. He wants to give you the rights and benefits of being his child. He threw a party for his son that has been away for a long, long, long time. He wants to have a direct communication line with you, love on you, do life with you. That's what he wants to do, you know. So if you're listening to this right now and you maybe have come from a season where you may have fallen short of something, you know, you may have straight away or something you know I, I i understand i know it hurts i know the guilt you're feeling i understand the shame you're feeling but i want to encourage you from hebrews 4 16 let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need like even as we're going to say a prayer in a second but i want to encourage you to just have this faith in you that you're going back home you're going back to your father you're going back to um, a God who hasn't X'd you out of his kingdom. You're going home. How See, I, when I go home these days, so I've moved out. Um, and every time I go home, back to my, my parents' house, these times I don't even be knocking, y'all. Like, I, it's, it's my house. It's my dad's house, but it's also my house. Like, I feel so confident and I feel so secure. I literally park... I don't even ring the bell. Like who, who, who has time to be ringing? But I, I just go in because it's my dad's house. And my dad's like, hey, son, how you doing? And my dad has always said, everything that's mine is yours. This is your house. It's my house, but it's your house. You know, I, I, everything in this, in this house I own, but you also own. Let us come boldly. Literally, the way, I, the, way you, <laughs> the way you walk into your own father's house, the way you walk into your own mom's house, like just walking like that. You know, and it's like, as we pray in a second, let that faith in you rise to know that you're not just coming back to be a slave. You're coming back to regain your title as a son, as a daughter with all the benefits, all of the benefits. Like, it's not like not because you've fallen to the side now, you, you don't have some benefits or some benefits are cut short or you only get discounted benefits. Now nah, you get the full package, everything. And what a beautiful message of the gospel. And I think sometimes when we pray, that thing, or that, that guilt and that shame that makes us feel like we have lost some benefits actually puts us off from repenting in the first place because we're just like, woe is me. I can never get right. God will never forgive me. And it's like, yo, the father ran out to meet his son. 
So can I encourage you in this moment, um, if there is anything that you may have, you know, you feel like you've gone wrong with or you've been struggling with, we're going to pray in a second, but please let faith in you rise knowing that you are coming back home. In this moment, in this time, you are coming back home and you and the Father's arms are open wide. Amen. All right, let's pray together. Dear Lord, it's so wonderful to know that whenever we call you, you hear us and you answer us. And um, in this moment, we pray with boldness for mercy. Father, so many times we stray away from your plan, we stray away from even the love that you so freely give to us. And we want to do things our way. We want to do things of our own understanding. But Father, right now we come back and we come boldly to your throne of grace and ask for forgiveness and ask that you will cleanse us from our sin and you will renew our hearts, renew the right spirit within us. Father, we just want to thank you because we never lost our position. And in the name of Jesus, we pray against any guilt or shame that wants to rise up to discourage us from reclaiming our rightful positions in your house, in your kingdom. Thank you for calling us your sons and daughters. Thank you because nothing will ever separate us from you, from your love. And we ask in this moment that you help us and give us the grace to live in a way that glorifies you and draws all men to you with the way we live. May our lives be living examples of your gospel truth. Yes, Lord, thank you so much because you are making all things new again. We love you and we say thank you for your forgiveness. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, family, well, yeah, if you said that prayer, I, I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Um, yeah, I just wanted to encourage someone today. If anyone just felt like they were out of loop, out of loop with um, God's kingdom, felt out of place. You've never been out of place. You know, that's the lie of the enemy, man. Like you've never been out of place. You are always a son. You are always a daughter. And now what we do from here is we go on and show the fruit of that by honoring God with the way we live. So pick up your Bible, open it up, hear what the Lord wants to tell you, uh, make that a habit, make prayer a lifestyle and let the Holy Spirit become your best friend. And sooner rather than later, you'll see signs of transformation, true transformation, like a whole 180 transformation. But yeah, thanks for hanging with me today. This has been The Tripod. Um, again, thanks for your love and your support. I appreciate everyone who supported my journey and prayed for me. Please keep praying for me, man. Like, you know, it's a lot, you know, doing ministry, but I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. I'm learning so much. And uh, yeah, the Lord is in control. He's the captain of this ship. Um, but yeah, love and light, peace and love, all of that good stuff. And I will catch you in another episode very soon. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.